0: what's a good friend of mine I never hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games active Life my name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot Jeff Harding Jeff how are you
1: doing today I'm doing pretty good I would say better but I've had a cough for a month so I'm just doing pretty good
0: I, I've noticed that our offices are next to each yes, other and you at hear me at, hacking. At the Hudson World Senior Games. And I I hear you. um, Yeah, hacking's a good word. You know, it's it's
1: hacking's a good word. I'm in the far corner of the office from the front door. Right. And yesterday I walked up front and the receptionist said, is that you hacking back there? Yeah. Yes, it's me hacking back there. And unfortunately, it's.
0: Been hanging on for you. Oh, I can't get rid of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not that's not fun. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, also just I'm in the beginning stages of a sore throat. And so. just for the record, I did not
1: share it with you because I was very yeah, careful to keep it to myself.
0: No, it wasn't Jeff. This this was uh, something else. But I'm uh, I'm not going to get sick. I just you're going to fight it. You are. You, I've just decided. I, can see, I can see the determined look on your face. You're <laughs> gonna, you're going to fight through it. I've just decided I'm not going to get sick. So Jeff, on this show. Um, we have we have often talked about uh, the importance of resistance training. Right. That's something that comes up regularly. There's right. so many health benefits that come from uh resistance training, weight training, like strength and bones, better balance. Uh you burn fat more efficiently when you have more muscle. And your body looks better. And you look better, that's true. Let's let's not forget that one. Yep. Um there's lots of benefits yep. to uh resistance training, but guess what? What? They have found this is important this is this is kind is of exciting. It, is it well, I, I don't know if it's earth-shattering, but it's exciting. I okay. think that it's kind of a cool thing that they found, that that resistance training may help with certain cognitive disorders as well. Wow. So, you know, we, we talk a lot about uh, Alzheimer's, dementia, and, right. and brain health and things like that. So, you know, something that is good for uh, one area of your body is so often good for another area of your body. And they're, they're finding through studies that uh, resistance training can really help in the cognitive area, which is important.
1: Now, does resistance training include when you try to resist putting a spoonful of food in your mouth?
0: I think that's a different kind of oh, training. Okay, darn, that's a different kind of training. <laughs> but are you resisting that, really, Jeff? Like seriously, are oh, you really, are you, you actually you, resisting? You're, you're standing <laughs> looking at my shape, and you know I'm not. <laughs> no, you look great, Jeff. You look great. Anyway, according to uh, our friend Tiffany Gust, we've had Tiffany oh, on yeah. the radio All-Star a number Tiffany of times. Uh, she wrote an article in the Saint George Health and Wellness Magazine that uh, again reiterates that link between lifting weights or doing resistance training and better brain health when it comes to what is called mild cognitive impairment or MCI. So according to the Mayo Clinic, mild cognitive impairment or MCI is an intermediate stage between the expected cognitive decline of normal aging and the more serious decline of dementia. So we all are going to have some decline as we as we get right, older, right. and then dementia, of course, is the beginning of a more extreme decline. MCI mm-hmm. is right in the middle of that, but MCI affects memory, judgment, and thinking beyond normal levels of age-related decline. The problem is, Jeff, is that once the ball starts rolling, it tends to pick up speed, so they found that MCI may increase a person's risk for actually developing Alzheimer's. Wow. So it's, you know, it's it's an intermediate, but it's something to be aware of and be concerned Certainly about. Certainly it is. But here's the bright spot. Here's the good news. Progressive strength training was found helpful in boosting brain function in one study that they did in Australia. In Australia? In Australia, yeah. So here here's the study. They tested 100 adults age 55 and older who had been diagnosed with mild cognitive impairment. They already okay, had so been diagnosed. They're there. The research assigned participants to one of four groups. And here's the groups. Group number one did resistance exercise and computer based cognitive training. Okay. Group number two did resistance training and computer placebo that just featured nature videos. Okay. Group number three did cognitive training and stretching, which, you yeah. know, we, we know that's not going to happen no. between <laughs> you and I, right? No. <laughs> and then group number four uh, did a placebo exercise and some mind training. Okay. So those were the four groups, and those in the exercise groups met two times per week for six months and trained up to 80% of their peak strength. Wow. So that was the study. The research showed that the resistance training was linked to significant improvements when compared with the other groups. And here's the really cool part the improvements that they found were still present. 12 months after the study was no, conducted.
1: No, I do have one question for you. Yes. This test, this test was done in Australia, right? Correct. Does that mean we have to do it upside down here for it to work? I knew
0: you were going to say something about that. I think the answer is no, because they are the ones who did it upside down. Okay. Okay. Right? Right. We're right side up. <laughs> they're they're down under. Down. That's right. <laughs> so here are some benefits. Oh, excuse me. There are benefits of resistance training. Uh, you know, the studies that they do, they just keep stacking up. But here's some basic principles. That we need to keep in mind if we're going to start a resistance training program. Number one, as always, consult with your doctor before you start any exercise program. Number two, work with trained professionals so you can avoid injuries and receive an exercise prescription that's customized to your goals and your health concerns. Right. Number four is to make sure that you always warm up before doing your strength training exercises. Number four is to follow up your program with a stretching and flexibility program, and we'll just move right past right, that. Right, 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 and right, number is, five is. is give your muscles at least 48 hours before working the same muscle groups. But if you follow those uh, guidelines, then not only can you get, uh, as you said, a, a better-looking body and all of the uh, mm-hmm. the benefits that we know about strength training, but there may be some brain health benefits as well. Well, that's amazing. So hit the weights and embrace all the benefits that will help you lead a healthier life for years to
1: come. And a smarter one. And a smarter one. Cognitive, more cognitive one. Yes.
0: Jeff, today's guest is a local ultra runner and Ironman triathlete, Jennifer Hatcher. Jennifer, welcome. Thank you. We're excited to have you on the show with us today and uh, looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better and learning a little bit more about you. Now, I I mentioned that you're local, but you just, you live here locally, but you're not actually from this area. No,
2: I moved here just over two years ago from a town called Portsmouth, Ohio. It's, uh, Everybody makes fun of my accents, and they're like, that's not Ohio, but, yeah, I'm, like, next to Kentucky and West Virginia. Oh, uh, okay. And the what was nice is I moved to Hurricane, and we have a Hurricane West Virginia, so to me, it was not odd to call it Hurricane. So you're, you're, uh, you're
0: already on board with it. So exactly. In, in was, West Virginia, they call it Hurricane They call smell. it Hurricane as well. I did not know that, but I love that. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I moved to Southern Utah, I will admit that I was determined that I was going to call it Hurricane. I don't know why I felt that way, but I was just like, I'm just going to call it Hurricane. you're from Idaho. But it lasted like maybe, I think it was about 12 hours, <laughs> maybe half a day before I realized I was the idiot, not everybody else. I was the one who sounded dumb. Mm-hmm. So immediately I adopted Hurricane. And that's just the way I say it now. And so that's, that's
1: the way that it should be said. You do know why it's pronounced Hurricane, right? No, I don't. That is the old English pronunciation of Hurricane. Hurricane. Oh, well, there you go. That's why it's pronounced hurricane. I think you just made that up on the spot. No, I didn't. That's the truth. (laughs) That's the truth. That's why they
0: called there in In, in Kentucky. Oh,
2: for West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. Old English. They they knew
0: their English. Or something something like that. Well, Jennifer, we're glad that you're with us. Um, We're glad that you're here in southern Utah uh, in the city of Hurricane. For those who are listening um, outside of the area, Hurricane is a kind of a a smaller community that's just uh, really growing and blossoming and blooming. And uh, some of our venues actually take place uh, in Hurricane at the Shooting Sports Park in particular. Uh, But you are here and you have um, kind of uh, adopted the sport of running maybe a little bit later than some.
2: Right, right. So
0: you haven't always been a runner. Tell us a little bit about where you were at and how you got into running.
2: Well, I... I was very overweight okay. <laughs> and smoked a lot of cigarettes a day back in 2002 and 2003. And I got to a point to where I just couldn't breathe. And it's like, I've got to do something. So I, I stopped smoking. I never say quit because I don't quit anything. So I think anybody that goes about <laughs> I like that. quitting, you don't quit. You just stop you it. You just stop you know? Yeah. It. And then I started doing triathlons and started with the sprint and thought it was fun. And then, you know, adapted and, and grew into the Ironman. And the funny thing is, is my very first three marathons, which are 26.2 miles, were done during Iron Man. I'd never done a standalone marathon until during the Iron Man. Wow. And then I ended up with some knee issues, but not from running. So, you know, everybody says, Oh, you're going to have bad knees if you run. It's, it's not true because we do need pounding in order for our bones to grow strong. And there's lots of studies, you know, that, that mm-hmm. prove back that, that you're born with good knees or you're born with bad knees, you know? So I was down for a little bit with that. And of course, some doctors that have that same philosophy that running's bad for your knees would advise me not to, but I was determined that I wanted to do an ultra, which is anything above 26.2 miles. And finally, I found a doctor that told me, well, you could probably run and not need a new knee if you just did a few miles a day, a couple of days a week. And that's all I needed to hear, so I signed up for a fifty miler, actually out in Nevada when I was still living in Ohio. Oh, and hold and- on, hold
0: on. He said you can do a few miles a day. Yes. And so you immediately signed up for a fifty miler.
2: That's my forms of moderation. Okay, okay all
0: right. Few is a relative term. I just yes. want to make sure yes. that I understood yes. that maybe you misunderstood what your doctor was saying. That
2: meant I could run and do what I wanted to do. Okay, all right. Yes.
0: All right. I so, want to. I want to get into some mm-hmm. of your your knees. And, mm-hmm. and overcoming that. But um, I want to back up just a little mm-hmm. bit and just real quick interject. Um, so you're you're overweight and you're not feeling good. You, As you said, you had a habit of smoking and, mm-hmm. and you, obviously you knew some of the health risks oh, associated yes. with that. Um, wh- how did you turn the corner? Like, how did you get from, ooh, I'm not where I want to be to I'm deciding that I'm going to make a difference. And like, how did you mentally make that jump?
2: I think a lot of it stems, I don't like to be controlled by anything I want to okay. have control of myself and I haven't any- known you
0: very long but I can already see, see that that, oh, that yeah. is true <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: but cigarettes can control you you know just like any any unhealthy habit it Absolutely. food can control you sure. you know and I still find myself battling with some food addictions to where I think about you know what I'm gonna have next you know just like right now I'm getting ready to go this afternoon to Nevada to run a 100 miler this weekend and the thought in my mind is I'm going to Guy Fieri's because I want those garbage can nachos you know it's not about the run it's about what food I'm going to get before but it's I try to keep that in moderation, (laughs) even though, you know, moderation has as long as you're
1: aware of it and keep it in its place. It's okay.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I knew that, you know, I had to do something. You didn't like being controlled and 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 you were controlling me. I couldn't breathe anymore. And it's like, I've just got to change and do something. Plus I had a son and I wasn't able to play with him. Like I wanted to play with him because I wasn't able to breathe that much. So it's like, I've got to get control of my life so I can do things more with my son.
0: That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So, so you, you you had the thought um what was the first day like after okay i'm going to make a decision i'm going to make a change uh, obviously to get from where you were to where you are takes time yes um you know you don't you don't just decide to do a 50 miler on one day there's yeah. some build up to yeah. that so so how did you Ease into it or did you ease into it or what, what ease worked into for you? It. Okay. I
2: just signed up and I got insurance because I knew I had a medical <laughs> problem so I could get my money back if it didn't work out. And I did follow training plans at that time. Okay. Um. Now I don't. It's bad because I've been able to do so many things with so many different conditions with yeah. my body that it's, I'm not fast and, and I just enjoy it. And it's about all the people that I meet out there. Yeah. And and like this, you know, wanting to do things that I'm doing right now to help raise awareness for other organizations. You know, it's, it's about everybody else out there and having fun.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And we're visiting with Jennifer Hatcher uh, about some of her experiences in running, uh, specifically ultra marathons. Now, you mentioned triathlons and the Ironman mm-hmm. triathlon as well. For those who are not familiar with, the Ironman distances. R- review with us. What are those distances? But you
2: have to first swim 2.4 miles, and then you bike 112. And then after you get off the bike, you have to run 26.2. Uh, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which begs the question, why?
0: Yeah. You know, we, we've had uh, Ironman triathletes on the uh, show before, and it, uh, what an accomplishment. I mean, really, that in a lot of ways, that's considered the quintessential endurance athletic event and um like i think unless you've actually been involved in triathlons or 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 any one of the three areas it's hard to wrap your head around those distances but they're a long ways they are all of those distances are a very long way swimming two and a half miles is not easy to do. Mm-mm. That's hard to do. Especially
2: when you're in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, well, with and then, waves and, and tides and, and things. The jellyfish and jellyfish. <laughs> yeah, jellyfish. And oh, then you adventures. jump out of
0: the water and you jump on a bicycle mm-hmm. and you're riding 112 miles. I yes. mean, just think about how far away 112 miles is in a car. Right. And think about doing that on a bicycle. Oh, it's a
2: lot easier on a bike than on your feet, though.
0: Well, and I, I believe that it might be. And you would know. I wouldn't yeah. know. I'd have to take your word for it. Yeah. But after you're done with that 112-mile bike ride, that's when you start yeah. a marathon. Yes,
2: yeah. That
0: is the time when you say, okay, now I'm going to run 26 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. plus miles. That's amazing. Congratulations Thank you. on Thank that. You. So you've been involved in... Uh, uh, Iron Man's. You've also done some some ultras. You mentioned that you're going down to Nevada today. Actually, yes. is the the run is this Starts weekend? Tomorrow
2: morning. Yes. Uh huh.
0: So this is a hundred mile run.
2: Yeah, I'm going to do it in a 48 hour. Usually, I sign oh, up okay. anymore for that. And then if I'm finishing 32 hours, it's the same belt buckle. Why go for another 14? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> then a good I, question. Then I,
2: yeah. So. Typically last year I stopped and last year when I did it, it was during that storm Hercules. So it was 32 hours of 40 mile per hour winds and rain. Oh, it was miserable, but I still had fun.
1: <laughs> I can, I, can, I can see it on your face yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really fun yeah sounds really fun
2: all for a belt buckle you know <laughs>
1: no do, do you have an ulterior motive with your running do you is there something you do you try to do something with
2: I do I usually try to raise awareness and money for different nonprofit organizations um since I've moved out here I've really become involved with the girls on the run program. And I've done a couple different fundraisers for them. And at home, I did fundraisers with the Ironman for organizations as well. So I'm the type that likes to give back, you know, and and try to do awareness. And when a friend of mine did what I'm trying to do now in Hurricane uh, to run all the different city streets, she did it in her town in Michigan. Um, But she just did it, you know, and it's like, you know, I want to do that. I want to do that and learn my. New community, but I want to raise money for some organizations and awareness while I'm doing it. So of course, I chose Girls on the Run, and then I chose the Dove Center as well because I thought they kind of went hand in hand together. Yeah, and that way people aren't obligated to to donate just to to one one or the other. You know. So
0: tell us a little bit about Girls on the Run. What is this organization? Girls on
2: the Run is is designed for children, um, middle school usually, and. They sign up for, um, I can't remember the amount of weeks that they are. They hold two different sessions in the spring and the fall. And they're teaching the girls everything. I mean, you know, they're teaching them how to respect themselves, how to respect others, um, how to deal with bowling, how to deal with family issues, how to deal with themselves, how to be kind, Um you know, so it's a great program, but at the same time that they hold some sort of activity, you know, where they're learning skills to live, afterwards they follow it with a run. So they're and then at the end of the season they do a five K, which is great. Right. What, you a, know? what yeah. a great
0: organization. Yeah, that sounds it really fantastic. Is. It is. Yeah.
2: And a lot of times, you know, some people can't afford to pay the, the programming fees. Yeah. So, you know, raising the money will help with scholarships plus the schools charge and the insurances and things like that. So, you know, by raising money for them, there's so many more girls now that can get into that program with a scholarship.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the Dove Center is a, a local center here that helps battered and abused women and, yes. and uh, just a, a great resource as now, well. Now, the
2: nice thing with the Dove Center that people don't realize is it's not just a facility that's there. They don't just help people that are Inside the facility, they help others that maybe are in an abusive situation, but they have a family member that they can go to and they set them up with counseling to help deal with things, too. So it's not just based inside of their facility. You know, it it it, it extends out there. And I know right now that they're short on on counselors and have several women, you know, that are in other um, like maybe a family home that need counseling to help deal with it and their children, yeah. but they just don't have the funds. So this is a perfect time to help them. So hopefully so, we can get others helping them as well.
0: So you're reaching out to help in exactly. in both of those causes. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now you, now you alluded to what it is that you're doing, but let's talk a little bit about that project. So you had a friend in, in Michigan, you in Michigan, said uh-huh. that just decided almost on a whim to say, Hey, I'm going to run on every single street in my town. Yeah.
2: She was suffering. She had just done, uh, had an injury. Okay. So she was not able to train for things. So, you know, she thought, well, I'll do this just as a method to keep myself active.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you've taken that idea and adopted it. And your plan is to run every single street in the city of Herc in uh-huh. Utah. And uh, you're hoping to raise some funds along the way. So yes. um Tell me how that like how th- have you started? First of I, all, I've started. I've okay. only
2: done a few just because I've had other things come up. So first part of March, I'll get very active to get it done because I have to get it done before it turns 185 <laughs> degrees outside. She's it just does, exaggerating, folks. No, okay, 132. Here, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so your goal is uh, that I think that's good clarification. You're not doing it all in one day. No, or not one in time, one day. Obviously. Exactly. Yes, but you're like tracking your runs. How, yeah, how does I, that work?
2: I track them on my Garmin. And then I upload it to Strava. And then what I can do, I have I have two different things. I have a Facebook page, and it's just J E N N runs. Uh, There's quite a few people that have liked that. I've made different announcements on there. I'll do live feeds. I post my runs after the fact. Um, Anybody that's interested in running with me, just contact me, and then I'll let you know where I'm running. But I won't publicly post. There is some crazy still out in the world. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you want to protect yeah, yourself yeah. And, so, sure. you know, and then I, I'll post live videos when I go live. And, um, you know, like I just I just was contacted with a private foundation that um, helps women and children organizations. And they offer $10 a mile for each organization that I run. Oh my word! Knowing that you know, of course, the city streets encompass the city said around three hundred and some miles. But of course, we all know they're one way streets. Yeah, and you have <laughs> so to run what down goes one down has come to back, come back. Right? So yeah. I'm looking around five hundred or so miles is my guess, and um, so that's that could be five thousand dollars per organization from this nonprofit, which I am just thrilled about. So I'm yeah. hoping other people maybe can get on board and pledge, even if it's a, a penny a mile or a dime a mile or whatever, you know, yeah. just pledge it and let's help these organizations out.
0: And how would someone go about making that pledge? Is that on your Facebook? It's on page? my Facebook page, okay.
2: Jen Runs. And I also have a blog called I Run Hurricane. and uh-huh. uh, But you're going to spell it with the E on the end like hurricane. right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: you know, and I'll post the links for Girls on the Runs. Um, fundraising page as well as the Dove Center. There's one set up for each group. So you you can choose which organization you want to uh, donate to. To help donate. Yeah, you're not set in to donate money, and I split in between. If you would prefer to support Girls on the Run or if you prefer to support the Dove Center, then that's what you can do.
0: Awesome. What yeah. Both great causes, and uh, congratulations. Thank on- you making a difference in Thank the world you. i think Thank that's you. uh that's fantastic so um tell us the facebook page one more time
2: jen runs j-e-n-n-n-n-r-u-n-s
0: and that's on facebook uh-huh. so if you just do a search in facebook search bar or is it can you also go to facebook.com slash jen you know, i haven't looked at that to see okay. how that
2: does but i know if you just type it in it it pops up and i think me and my dog may be running in the that picture. <laughs> okay. All right. So
0: so you'll watch for Jen and her yes, dog and you'll exactly. know you're on the right place. Yes. So awesome. So you mentioned before that you have a pretty important birthday coming up as well.
2: I'm going to be 29. Again. Yeah, again.
0: Yeah, yeah. The
1: the but the the 29th anniversary of your 20th birthday. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yes, on the 25th, I am turning the big five zero.
0: Well, Jen, I don't know if you know this or not. Maybe you do, but I can get that, into the Huntsman Games. You can now become <laughs> yes, an athlete yes. in the Huntsman World Senior Games, <laughs> and I would love to personally invite you. Thank you. To come and run in one of our races. Awesome. You're, I would you're love that. are a lot that. of fun. We'd love to have you be a part of it. So we've only got just one minute left. Um, Any last minute advice that you might share with somebody who's dealing with a problem or looking at trying to get into an active lifestyle, what would you say?
2: Well, I would say don't take no for an answer. You know, you know your body, you know your limits, and you know your mind. We know our mind can easily come up with an excuse, and you've got to learn the difference between an excuse and what you can do. And you have to try. You know, if you feel like I don't want to do something, if you try it, you're going to find out you might like it. And I think a lot of times we... We get so negative on ourselves, and hear something that's wrong that we think, "Oh, I can't do this." Can't's not a word, you know. Try.
0: I love it. I love it. That is fantastic. Well, once again, uh, thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us and for being with us. And best of luck.
2: Thank you so much. And
0: what you have going on? Come run with me. Not only this weekend. Well, maybe I'm not going to run a hundred miles with you, (laughs) but I might run up and down one of the streets of Hurricane with you. That works. That works. (laughs) Well, uh, again, Jennifer, thank you. Uh, you you've been a, a joy to be with thank and look you. forward to uh, spending more time with you. And, and hopefully we'll see you out at the games. Perfect. So, Jeff, we're halfway through February. Yes, we are. And while October might seem like a long ways away to some people, it's to, not. to you and I, it is not, right? It it's coming. Not, no. It's coming. It's going to be here before we know it. The 2018 dates of the Huntsman World Senior Games are October 8th through the 20th. And the reason that's relevant right now, Jeff, as you know is because athlete registration opens on March 1st. Right, just around the corner. And so many of our sports fill up and reach participation caps these days, so you don't want to delay. No. Register early so you can guarantee your spot at the Huntsman World Senior Games this year. In the meantime, while you're waiting for March 1st, you can check out our website, seniorgames.net, for more details and rules and guidelines about each of our 30 different sports. And uh, just a great uh, resource where you can get uh, the information that you need, all the information that you need about the Huntsman World Senior Games. Don't forget to tune in next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and you can even find us on your Stitcher app as well. Do you know what Stitcher is? I have no idea, but we've talked about it. Yeah, so Stitcher is uh, an app where you can uh, listen to and subscribe to your favorite podcasts. Oh, And so if you have a a number of podcasts that you like to listen to, you can just just go to Stitcher and they're all in one place. uh And we're listed there as well. It's very easy to add us to your list of favorite podcasts. All you have to do is do a search for Huntsman World Senior Games' Active Life. And once you find that, hit subscribe, and you will never miss an episode. And why would you want to? You wouldn't want to. You'd want to hear every one of them. That's right. Jeff, our inspirational thought for today is an old Chinese proverb. You ready? I'm ready. Be not afraid of going slowly. Be only afraid of standing still. Amen. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye. Bye, everyone.